0: True Crime Broads
1: with Crystal and Renee. Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And today we have a fantastic guest for you.
2: We are going to have the housekeeper of Michael and Rebecca Chambers uh, on. To, she cleaned their house for eight years and wants to give her side and her relationship and, and some information, background information.
1: All right. Enjoy the show. Okay. Welcome back to True Crime Broads. Today we have a fantastic guest. We're going back to the Michael Chambers case.
2: Uh, We have Lisa Swiney with us. She was the housekeeper for Michael and Rebecca Chambers for over eight years. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We wanted to have you on because, um, you know, being the housekeeper for Michael and Rebecca, or I guess she went by Becca, you know that would you would have some insight into um, Michael. There was a lot of uh, speculation into because he's w- went missing in 2017, and there has been some recent discovery of um, some skull and some other uh, remains found um, out towards the area where he lived, and so we're hoping for some recent. Um, I guess, confirmation that it's him. But until then, there's been a lot of speculation about him committing suicide, leaving on a bicycle. And I, you know, we figured that you being the housekeeper for over eight years, you would have some insight into their, you know, personality, things they did. So we wanted you to join us and kind of give us some background.
3: Okay. I can, I don't have much background. I only cleaned their house once a month. Um, So, only saw, you know, I was there on the property once a month. That was it. Okay. Um I can just tell you that Mr. Chambers was always a gentleman. Uh always very polite, very nice. Um But I have to say, too, that, you know, there would be months that would go by that I would not see either one of them because I was only there once a month. Um, You know, they would I would assume be at work uh, when we would go in. And then there were times that, you know, Becca would come in at the end of the day. Uh, I might see her briefly. Mr. Chambers Occasionally, when myself and my helper were out there, he would come in, but he would never, you know, stay in the house with us. He would come in and leave, and you know, I don't know if he went after that, but so
2: kind of to give you all space so you can do what you need to do and not make you feel uncomfortable, I'm sure.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, it. It can be uncomfortable when you're cleaning someone else's home, you know, and the owners there watching every move. Uh, they were not like that. They were not there.
1: Right. Okay.
3: They did not stay in the house. So, so. Over,
1: over the eight years that you cleaned for them, did you notice any changes in the way they behaved at all?
3: Um, not really changes. Um, I'll tell you of one incident. Uh, at one time, Becca had had some type of surgery on one of her wrists, and Mr. Chambers was there taking care of her. That is the only time that I recall the two of them being there together and being in the house while we were there working. Um, But and during that time, he was very attentive to her. Um, you could tell that Mr. Chambers, he cared for his wife, he loved his wife. You know, the way I felt about it, that he adored her. You know, yeah, we've heard that a lot. He, he, I, I that's the feeling that, you know, just seeing him being that caregiver during her time of having this surgery on her wrist. Um, Yeah, and I do not know what happened to her. I don't know what what caused the surgery or anything like that. Um, I have no idea. I mean, my interaction with them was very limited, and you know, it it was not frequent at all. Right. So,
2: okay, so there was some talk in the um, after the disappearance that um, Michael Chambers had ridden a bicycle. Um, at some point and had basically went to kill himself. Had you ever seen um, either of them ride, ride a bicycle at any point or, or was that something they did often, if you know?
3: Well, I never saw an adult bicycle on the property. When I would go to their house to clean, I would enter, I would always go around the front door get the key out from underneath the mat, unlock the door, go in, come up the laundry room and go through the garage and open up the garage. And that's where I would unload, you know, all the cleaning equipment and we would carry it through the garage. And I would think if you were going to have a bicycle and ride it, that you would keep it in the garage. I don't know. Never one time in the eight years that I cleaned for them, did I ever go, out to the shop there was no need for me to go to the shop so you know so i could not tell you what was in the shop i assumed um you know cars because he did have an antique car in the garage that was connected to the house that he kept covered up um very seldom did i ever see that car not covered up and but i'm just going back to the bicycle no i never saw an adult bicycle toddler toys yes i I saw you know toddler tricycles and but you know not for an adult and two looking at mr chambers the few times that you know he would come in he is not somebody i would pin for riding the bicycle because he did not walk well okay and i I don't you know i don't know why he did not walk well so i just okay i don't i don't think so i believe
1: i believe we had heard that the adult bicycles were hanging on the wall at least one of them was hanging up in in the shop or the Mm -hmm. garage yeah so you didn't notice it up there hanging when you were there not in the garage okay Tell yeah. us about now. Are we using shop and garage interchangeably, Renee? Because I'm not familiar with that.
2: There's two different. No, there are two different locations.
1: Okay, yeah. so was did did Philip tell us that the the bike was hanging in the garage or the shop?
2: I think it was the shop. I do too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so tell us about uh, your relationship uh, or, or what what it was like interacting with Rebecca as uh, being the housekeeper. And I'm sure typically the woman is the one to say, "Hey, I need you to do this, this,
3: and this." Yeah. What was that like? So the original call from Becca was they had had some kind of accident in the house, I think, where the hot water heater or something flooded the house. But something had happened. Um, So originally she called us to come in and what we call a make ready, uh, you know, clean from ceiling to floor, everything Mm -hmm. in between uh, and get the house ready to move the furniture back in. All the furniture at that point at that time was actually out in the garage um, and so we came in we did our clean so that I guess they could move back into the house mm-hmm. uh, and then we went on to a monthly basis after that she was someone who I felt was picky um, and you know I never felt like I could do enough you know, Hard so I'd please. always, you know, just checking and making sure that everything was, you know, just picture perfect. Right. You know, was the goal, was to make everything picture perfect. Okay. Um,
2: and then what about um, your interaction with Michael? What was that like, if you had any? did not sound like y'all were around each other much, but what you sure. knew about him.
3: But what, when he did come in the house, he would always speak to us. Um, you know, how you doing? Um, you know, real small talk, very quick in and quick out. He he never came and stayed inside the house other than the time that Becca and him both were there because of her surgery. Okay. On the rail. right? So, I mean, he, he just. And I appreciated that, you know. Um, I I just felt like it was a gentleman thing to do. Um, You've got either, uh, you know, one woman or two women in your home. You don't want to be there in the house, I guess, with them. You just want them in there doing their thing so they can get done and move on quickly. You know, so he just never hung out and made small talk with us.
1: Yeah. Did you clean by yourself or did you bring a helper?
3: Sometimes I would go by myself, but normally I always had a helper because I did do more than one house a day. So very few times did I go by myself, but you know, most of the times I did have a helper.
2: Okay. So on March 10th, 2017, Michael Chambers is reported missing by his wife. Um, The story is told that she asked him to buy some mascara for her and a few other things at the store. Um, She needed him to get that for her before she got home from work. He did that. Um, He's, you know, I guess seen at Walmart purchasing items. He comes home. He leaves a bag on the counter in the bathroom or somewhere for her with the items that she requested. And then she comes home and he's just gone. Never seen again. Tell us uh, how you found out about um, his disappearance.
3: My husband. Actually, uh, when he disappeared, I was on a trip uh, at my sister's house uh, with my daughter and son-in-law and grandkids. And my husband called me in the evening. Uh, don't remember exactly what day it was but my husband called me in the evening to tell me that Mr. Chambers had was you know said to be missing and so I immediately called Becca after getting on the phone with my husband and you know she did not know what was going on uh
1: Are you there? Town, but uh, you know, as soon as I got
3: back, if there was anything I could do, either for her. yeah, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, it cut you out. It, you cut out just for a minute, but we got you back now. Oh, okay. So
3: must be the Zoom connection. Yeah, I just called her and told her, you know, oh my God. How? um, you know, and then I was out of town when when I got back. If there was anything I could do, uh, to call me and let me know. Uh, She did call me about cleaning when I got back into town, and I did go out there and clean. I was very nervous. I was very uh, leery of going back out there after he had come up missing um, for my safety and my daughter, uh, her safety, because we didn't know what had happened we just knew that they came up missing. Was this and at if the that regular
2: was... monthly? Was this at the regular monthly time for you to be coming to clean, or was this a different, you know, like an earlier date?
3: So this would have been after I, I got back, back from my trip from Houston with my sister. Um, so this was a while back. So I'm thinking that her cleaning would have been postponed. Uh, or put off to a later date when I came back from my trip I'm just trying to remember here when I came back from my trip um Becca did contact me and I did come and do a cleaning but for for some reason I don't feel like it was on the regular schedule you know and okay. I'm, I'm assuming it was probably due to his disappearance So, that she didn't keep a schedule, you know. Right. But when we got out to the house, I I did share with Becca that we were nervous about being there. We didn't know what had happened. And we were a bit nervous about being there. Is she having anything to worry about?
1: Yeah, how did I was going to ask? How did Becca no, react? That was strange. How did Becca react to you being nervous? She just said, "Don't worry about it.
3: Don't." I didn't have anything to worry about. That she had been in the house through that whole time, and she was fine. And you know, just don't worry about it. Did she seem concerned for her safety at
1: all? Did Becca? No, she didn't seem like she was concerned that the person who took him might come back and take her or anything like that
3: no okay not at all which i didn't you know i i I thought was a little weird was a little bit off right did
1: you there's been various things reported did you have any inkling that there was someone else in the picture besides mr chambers there relationship wise
3: not at all because I did not know them well enough outside of coming to clean their house once a okay. month. I would have had no flu or, you know, seen anything inside the house that ever made me feel that anything like that would have been going on okay. on either one of their parts.
2: Yeah. Did you ask so, did you ask uh Rebecca becca however she, whatever she goes by, did you ask her um, you know, like what do you think happened? I mean, did y'all discuss it at all?
3: When I showed up to clean with my daughter, um, you know, I was heartbroken. I, and my daughter was heartbroken and we're, we're crying. And, um, you know, Becca, Becca did hug hug both of us. And it wasn't the upset, worried, concerned. Feeling, you know, that I thought should be there. I, I don't know. Right. There were some strange things in the house, like the wallet laying on the bar. No concern. Her sister in law was there. They were going to they were going shopping and to get their hair done and 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 stuff like that. That just didn't make sense to me. That you're going to do these things two to three weeks after your husband's been missing and. You I don't know how you think of doing things, shopping or getting your hair done or nails done or anything like that with your husband or anybody missing. You know? Yeah. I how I, do you go on with your daily daily life?
1: Yeah, that does seem really soon. Um, did she ever speculate with you on what could have
3: happened to him? No. She never she never told me. Just He's missing. That's all I ever, ever got from Becca. He's missing. He's not here. Mm. And then, of course, you know, I read the newspaper articles. Right. I listened to the news. Mr. Chambers was a Dallas fireman. I have the utmost respect for anybody who will go every single day and put their life on the line to save somebody else.
1: Right. And he did it for many, many years too. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. That is just yeah. So for somebody to, you know, that was willingly every day to put their life on the line for people they didn't know, those people, you you have to have that utmost high respect for those people. Because not all of us are capable of doing that.
1: I agree. Yeah. Amen
3: to that.
2: And he seemed like a happy person when you did see him. He's
3: yes. Yes. Always very happy, very cheerful. Uh, you know, he wasn't somebody that you felt like you had to be quiet around or, you know, he always made sure that when he did come into the house, um, you know, he, he made sure to speak to us, let us know. That, hey, I'm here. I'm in the house. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I said, the time inside the house with us was very minimal. It was, you know, just hi, how are you doing? It's a beautiful day, that kind of stuff.
2: And and what did uh, you mentioned earlier? There was a wallet on the counter where y'all were cleaning. Um, did she see that and like, oh, let me get that out of your way? I mean, it was kind of strange that it was there and he's missing. It's just sitting on the counter.
3: No no the wallet she and her sister-in-law left to go shopping or whatever uh and she left the wallet right there on the counter on the the bar top um and neither one of us myself or my daughter neither one of us wanted to clean around it pick it up and clean under it i mean right at this point this is two to three weeks After Mr. Chambers is missing and nobody knows where he's at, you know, that's not something I would leave out.
1: Hmm, Exactly. So,
3: you know, um, so we just kind of avoided cleaning that particular area that time, you know, because we just did not feel comfortable.
2: I probably did the same thing now were you did police uh talk to you
3: yes one of the i'm assuming i'm and i believe i'm not sure of the name but a detective from the hunt county sheriff's office actually called me to come in and talk and i did and he asked me questions and he asked me questions like was mr chambers ever inappropriate with me the answer to that is no um did I ever see pornography laying around the house? The answer is no. um I did see Bibles I, I did see a Bible on um what I'm assuming was his side of the the bed or the bedroom uh, had all the manly stuff you know mm-hmm. and the other side was, had books and you know, a candle and things like that that, you know, you normally wouldn't see on a man's side of the bed. Um, but no, I mean, n- never saw anything that was pornographic, never saw him act inappropriate with myself or any one of the ladies that ever helped me out there. Never.
2: It's very interesting that police, um, focused and talked about that specifically but nothing really on trying to find him that's kind of interesting you know they didn't really question you on any of you know like any like their relationship or anything like that it was just focused on inappropriate material
3: i went to the sheriff's office um i let the detective look at the text messages between myself and becca Uh, which was mainly about scheduling. Uh, um, I know that he did not, you know, get a copy of it. He did not print those messages out or anything like that, which I thought was, you know, at this point, I would think you'd want to collect every bit of information that you possibly could From anybody and everybody, you know, but that particular detective did not ask me for a printout and did not act like, you know, what was in my phone, the messages between me and her really made any difference. Was there
1: anything in those text messages? Did she address Michael's disappearance in any of those texts?
3: And I... She did tell me, and I don't remember if this was in text or actually for uh, the phone. Um, I do remember being told, coming from Becca, like I said, not sure if she actually spoke these words to me or if she texted these words to me, that he's not coming back. She did want to renegotiate um, the fee. Since it was only going to be her. And I thought that was kind of strange.
2: Well, that is strange. Yeah. Her husband's missing. I mean, it you probably haven't two to three weeks, you haven't even really missed a whatever type of income he had coming in at that point, and she's already foreseeing that she's not gonna be able to afford you at the rate that she was paying before and wanting right. you said to give a discount
1: or something.
3: Right. So
1: she told you that There's
3: only gonna be her in there in the house.
1: So she told you he is not coming back.
3: He's not coming back.
1: I wonder how did she explain what she said
3: to me and my daughter both. Did she explain how she knew and that I believe I believe? No. No. Interesting I am just you know, it, it is interesting. It, and you know, I've thought about this several times. How, how any of this place, and and I cannot make sense of any of it. I don't. I don't understand. Did
2: Did you, did you um, tell the police about what you said about her saying that he's not coming back? And if so, what was if their they, response? If it were sent.
3: If that were sent in text message, it would have been in the text message that I showed the detective. Okay. Um, I don't recall it if I did tell the detective that or not. I'm sure I did. If they called me in there and asked me anything like that, I have no problem telling you what was said. Right. Between that person and I um, and being honest about it. But that, you know he when i am just thinking back and either reading or hearing those words he's not coming back was a complete blow to me because what makes you think that right this early on
1: and how could you possibly know yeah
3: that's crazy and, and, and why would you even let your mind go there?
2: Yeah, you would want if to be that, positive. He's coming back, you know, definitely.
3: Yeah, right. we're,
1: we're going to find him, and we're praying he's okay. That would seem like the more normal right. thing to say, right?
3: Wow, none of this makes any sense to me. You never,
1: you it. never heard her say like, "We're, you know, this is so upsetting. This is the worst thing that's happened to our family." Did you hear her say anything like that?
3: No. Okay.
2: Or was she even upset and crying?
3: Not when I went for the to clean after the disappearance. No, I
2: mean, I guess it's possible. I mean, she was getting
3: ready to go shopping with her sister in law. How, how, to get her hair done, there was no,
1: so her sister in law was that Michael Chambers' sister
3: or was it a different? I don't
1: know. Okay, I don't
3: know what side of the family the sister in law. Okay, maybe it was like her
1: brother's brother's wife. That would
3: make more sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably
3: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the sister in law's name uh at this point. I, mm-hmm. I could I do remember what she looked like. Oddly enough. Um I do remember meeting her
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um you know, she was there to help Becca, I'm assuming, after this time. But I do not know.
2: So what was it like after you cleaned that initial time, right after Michael went missing, what was it like cleaning for her um, in the, you know, remaining
1: cleanings that you would do monthly for her?
3: I was fired after that. Wow. She let me go.
1: I wonder why. Did she give an explanation? Um, That was through text
3: message, and it was because she could no longer afford the service.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah. Did you did you give her the discount she was looking for? No. Okay, that makes sense. Because, I mean, no. it's still a same size house. It's still <laughs> getting messed right. up. Yeah. yeah, I don't think a discount would be an order for one person not being there, in my opinion, either.
3: Right, no. Uh, it's still the same distance for me to drive. Um, it still took the same amount of equipment, you know, and the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. You Yeah. You know, no. I could not come, and I'm sorry, doing it for an extremely low rate anyway. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't knock any more off of that. And, you know,
2: she was working and being married to him. If something, if they had found him, you know, obviously sooner than that, she would have been entitled to his uh, retirement benefits or Social Security or whatever it is. So it's not like she would be living off of nothing. I'm sure, you know, it's kind of interesting that she was just acting like it was just, oh, you've got to give me a discount. I can't afford it weird
3: right and I felt that that was kind of strange too to even ask for a discount I mean that's not something I would be thinking about at that moment
2: yeah yeah exactly
3: it's uh, there's lots of things that run through my head you know that I'm just like I probably wouldn't behave or react or say these things when it comes to this, you know, um, if I were the wife in this situation, right, you know, I mean, my concern would be where is my husband?
2: Right. I, you know, they say everybody Bring, handles things differently, but I can definitely agree with you on that. If if my husband was missing, I wouldn't be going, hey, can you come clean my house?
3: Right. You know, I wouldn't mean, can go my house got or, Right. I, I would be all honesty i mean i'm i'm the type of person that would just cancel any future cleanings because i would not want anything that he had touched last to be touched very I yeah point. i agree with you because yeah. you
1: know i was thinking about that earlier it's like gosh evidence could be vacuumed up or you know just in case there was some person that came and snatched him from the house
2: yeah right yeah, that's a good point. Um, I would I would be right there with you. I would have canceled that, and I would be wringing my hands and calling everybody, and probably out with a search party.
3: Right. You, yeah. You wouldn't be um, wanting your home. I wouldn't think you'd want your home claim. I would not personally. Mm-hmm. Did I she? I would not. Did
2: she ever contact you about any like any search parties that they were doing and wanted to know if you'd like to be part? You know, something because like, usually people call no. everybody. Hey. No.
3: no. No, no, and I waited. Uh, I feared, you know, because you
2: were gonna, you were gonna participate, huh?
3: We would definitely participate. My whole family was ready to right. participate and help finding Mister Chambers, and a lot of that. I mean, my daughter, my oldest daughter, is the only one who actually ever met Mister Chambers from my family. Um, so you know, she and I were the only one in this family that knew him,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but. My family knew that, you know, I spoke highly of him. He's a Dallas firefighter. Um, he's a very nice person, so they knew that, you know. But yeah,
1: mm.
2: such a sad case. What's, uh, yeah.
1: Ha- have police or have any investigators and followed up with you since that time? No. OK, not one
3: time, which, you know, it, and maybe the information that I have is is not, you know, anything to go off of. Uh, I did speak with, with uh, Philip Klein investigation I'm, and I never heard back from them after speaking to them that one time. Right um, County Sheriff, I spoke to them that one time, never heard back from them so but i'm not in law enforcement so i don't know how investigations go mm-hmm. you know
1: well that's great so, that you talked to all those people yeah that's wonderful that they reached out to you and you got to talk to all of them well hopefully something will come uh, out of this case it's been kind of dragging i'm on. sorry do what i said i hopefully something will come out of this case soon it's kind of been dragging on you know for the last several years I don't think she yes. can hear us. Oh, wait, um, go.
3: I, I can hear you. Okay, awesome. Well, I you. Um, no, I, it has been dry. I just want answers yeah. for this family. Yeah, mm-hmm. we feel the same
2: and, way. It's really sad. Do you yeah, have? Do you I, have I, any I theories?
1: To have- I mean, I know we're all just guessing and speculating, but you're You're kind of in that community more than we are. What is your do you have any theories on what could have happened, or do you know people who have any theory on what could have happened to Mr. Chambers?
3: Every theory that I have heard other people speak of on this points back to Becca. As someone who has every theory,
1: every theory. So as somebody who has actually met her, none of us have um, that have been on the podcast so far. How as someone who actually has met her several times, does that shock you?
3: I can't I can't be I cannot testify to her character. Um, it was always a business mm-hmm. dealing with me. Um, she was not somebody who was just, you know, to come in and talk to the housekeepers, uh, and carry on conversation. Um, if she did come in while we were there, she would go to the part of the house that had already been completely finished being clean and she would stay back there. So she wasn't real talkative Mm -hmm. to myself or my helpers, you know, um, as far as her character, no, but as far as Mr. Chambers' character, when he would come to the house when we were there cleaning, he always spoke to us mm-hmm. That's and nice. was always nice. That's- yeah.
2: Yeah, we've so. heard that repeatedly about him, that he was such a nice man. And you just, I mean, I, I feel like I, you know, see his picture and I just like called him Paw. Yeah, yeah.
1: His grandkids. Yeah. It's, it's justice for papa is one of the hashtags. Yeah. He just seems like a kind, loving gentleman. Of course, we don't know him, but you're right. That's how he's portrayed by his loved ones for sure.
3: I and- feel like he's somebody that probably never met a stranger. I feel like he's probably, you know, was comfortable talking to anyone, you know, that he, I don't feel like he was the type a person that was quiet that you know like i said i, I don't think he ever met a stranger mm-hmm. you know right. but he was just a friendly person and you know but becca on the other hand i don't know what the the real character of her is
2: and we've really never heard but of i will say without her. a doubt
3: everyone now mm-hmm. no Um, I will say that everyone that I'm, you know, that has talked to me about and just, you know, people in the community, they all point their fingers back to her Hmm. and, you know, I'm just kind of, well, what makes you feel that way? You know, and they say just the way that things are added does not make sense.
2: Yeah, like the fact that she had him declared uh, dead and had a death certificate in what couple of months versus it's supposed to be three uh, seven years, I'm sorry. I, that just blew me away. that alone. Did we lose you?
3: Lisa,
1: Lisa. Hello. You gotta love Zoom, you guys. I know
3: it. <laughs> um, I'm here. Oh, here we, we go. <laughs> Our
1: Zoom connection sometimes will just not work depending yeah, on where the talk. person is. Hey, I was gonna Uh-oh. ask. I was gonna ask you one more question, Lisa. So you mentioned that you drove quite a distance to go clean their house. Approximately how long of a drive did you have?
3: Thirty minutes from Ooh, my house. That's pretty far.
1: So you're you're yeah. in the community. You're in Hunt County, but not necessarily right in the same community where he was killed. Or I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Where he was went, went missing. missing yeah.
3: yeah. No, no. Um, they actually live in south in the south part of Hunt County, mm-hmm. and I live in the north part. Okay. Of Hunt county, okay. so I basically had to drive across the county to get to their. Their home,
1: right? Well, you're still a lot closer to that area than we are. I was just kind of wondering the distance. Right. You're still in Hunt County, so you're still, you know, hearing from people that knew them
3: and knew the situation.
2: We've never really heard from. Go ahead.
3: Well, because Greenville would be the main, you know, community in between my home and the Chamber's home. Oh, and so greenville um because they lived out in a rural area they did not live in town this was out on a farm market road um i'm gonna say probably at least seven maybe five to seven miles from town you know maybe a little further i don't know um, but you hear other people talking um about this case and every person that has talked about this case in my presence they all point their finger back to her and i i can't explain why i don't know why I get. I don't it. have
2: those answers. I mean, I, I don't have yeah. I don't know her don't didn't know him, but i I understand because, you know, like I said before, the death certificate didn't she turn his phone off quickly after he went missing? I mean, that to me is weird.
3: I did hear that. Um, but then to have him declared so dead so quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought we were still looking for him when she's having him declared dead.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I thought that, you know, people were still out looking for him. How do well, yeah. you make that happen there's pe- so quickly? Yeah. There's
2: people that search for their loved ones for many, many years. They don't stop after like a month or two and go, oh, well, he's, he's gone. That's it. You know, it's over. Um, but also what about the uh, car? I know that you um, mentioned he had a car that he kept covered up in a shop or was it the garage in the garage mm-hmm. and in the garage. What happened with the car?
3: I was told that it was sold.
2: And that was I something was that he loved, that, right?
3: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. You could tell that this man that was that man's pride and joy. I mean, so so if it were uncovered, it was immaculate. Right. Um but normally the cover was over the car, parked in the garage, you know.
1: So sometime after she had him declared
3: dead, she sold that car? That's my understanding. And see, and I did not, the car was there on the last cleaning. The car was still sitting in the garage uh, on the last cleaning. But I didn't go back after that. So I don't know how soon after that the car was sold. Mm Mm-hmm. And the last cleaning was within two to three weeks after the disappearance.
1: Yeah.
2: So we have a 70-year-old man that um, has a love of cars, has a car in the garage he covers up, takes care of, um, goes missing. And within just a short amount of time, she has him declared dead. She turns off his cell phone. And doesn't really seem to be like you know, frantically looking like most people would be. I don't really know no. anybody who wouldn't be frantically looking for any family member, right? I can see why people would point their fingers at her. I, I get that. That makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: Do you yeah. know Do you know anyone pointing the finger at her who actually knew her personally?
3: Uh, not off the top of my head. I can't think of anybody that knew her personally. Um, well, no, that's not true that, uh, I did meet with one of her friends actually. And from my understanding, uh, the friend that I did meet with, uh, she pointed her finger at Becca and felt like Becca had some part mm-hmm. in this, of his disappearance Um, and she felt that, you know, her, I will say this. I was shown a text message by the friend from Becca, uh, referring to me saying that she fired that bitch. And so I never... Understood that text message because the message I got from Becca was I can no longer afford your services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why would she be calling for, you a name? <laughs> why was she calling you that? Why would she call me a name? She, you know, her, her friend I don't know. So maybe she's telling a different read story. That. I did read that text message. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's weird. Sounds like she may have gave them a different reason of why you left. Maybe you know. Yeah. Cause there would be no little reason to call you a name. Like, I can't afford her services, but I'm going to call
3: her the B word. You know, (laughs) right? Doesn't make sense. Right. Right. Wow. You know, maybe that maybe that had something to do with that I would not come off of the right. Yeah,
1: maybe she was wanting that handout. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean,
1: yeah, you can't afford to do that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to expect that.
3: Right.
2: For anybody listening, yeah. um, if if you are, uh, we're close to Rebecca, or we're a friend, or um, you know anybody that. Would or, like to come on and give her, you know, some information on her character and what, you know, her style of the story or whatever. Be, feel free to contact us because we would love to. Uh, and we would
1: really love to hear from loved ones of Michael Chambers if it's possible to be on our show. Of course, there's absolutely. with an ongoing investigation, there's probably a lot of things that can't be discussed, and we totally respect that. But um right. we would love to help in any way that we can. Um, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on today. It was really Great hearing your story and your point, your unique point of view on this. And if you ever want to talk to us again in the future, please shoot us a message, or um, maybe we can have you back on when this thing's resolved and go from there. But we wish you all the best, and please reach well, out to us you. anytime.
3: I will, and, and thank you for having me on. And um, you know, I, I know that this family just wants closure. Mm-hmm. They just want to know what happened to their their dad, their grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I want. I want them to have that. That's it's very it's. This is heartbreaking to me. Yeah. Uh, even though I did not know him well, it, it's just heartbreaking to me. I just I don't understand it really, how people can be cruel.
1: Yeah, it really is a bizarre set of circumstances. It just really doesn't add up. Um, yet yeah. I think there's probably some missing information that will hopefully come out. I'm hoping. All right. Well, we must too. Well, thanks again, Lisa. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram or the way you were talking to Renee on Facebook or anything like that. We would love to hear from you in the future. All All right. right. Take care, Lisa. Thank Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: This episode is brought to you by Page 2 Inspection Services, LLC. Specializing in foundation, inspection, reporting, commercial, residential, and home, or mixed-use properties. They handle prompt reporting and services at the most competitive price in the structural engineering field. Pal Engineering Services also specializes in structure, structural reporting, and mechanical engineering in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, and throughout the state of Texas. They do structural inspection, track full home inspection and evaluation, foundation inspection and repair plan, Modular Home Inspection, Pest Inspection, Mechanical and Electrical Inspections, Drainage Plans, and Retaining Walls. Be sure and check them out at uh, www.page2inspections.com or www.palingineeringinc.com. The phone number to reach them at is 972-268-4140. Thank you for supporting
1: True Crime Broads.
0: People. Yeah. People! People! Yo, Pierre, you wanna come out here? People!